You're with Julian on the Brown Note in a very belated review of one of the year's major films, Black Panther 2, Wakanda Boogaloo, Wakanda Forever. Um, obviously, it's been a big film financially because it's kind of like Fast and the Furious 7, where you've got the lead actor dying in between this previous episode, the first Black Panther film, Chadwick Boseman dying of cancer. Uh, was a major story in the entertainment world um, probably two years ago and hung like a spectre over uh, the first African-American superhero franchise. You've created him, he's been a big success, big with the critics, big with the box office, and he died. And, oh, great. So they've rejigged what this film was supposed to be and instead, for some unexplicable reason, have taken the only African-American superhero franchise and made it solely a film for women. It's the most bizarre thing. Virtually everything, every major African-American character in this film is a woman. I don't know why they've chosen that path. You'd think that the, that like the, the most prominent man isn't black. It's um, someone from Mexico who is the, the de facto villain-ish. So the, the, it's just such a weird thing to have done. I don't know why they chose this path. It's like, okay, so Chadwick Boseman's died. Let's make the whole film about women then. I don't get why that happened. It's the only African-American franchise. You could have shown some African-American males as well, perhaps. So this time the story is what I dreaded, which was making Shuri into Black Panther as I find Letitia Wright to be, um, I have not been impressed by anything she's been in. And even the de uh, Death on the Nile, I gave a passable review to it. I actually quite like that film. Um, I thought she stuck out like a sore thumb. I have not been impressed by anything that I've seen her in. Um, and the thing is, is that the studios are, they seem to want to push her really, really hard. She had some wayward moments uh hanging around with um the anti-vaxxers or something like that and uh it was touch and go whether they were gonna allow her to become the new black panther i didn't find her becoming black panther that aggravating as in the realm of the story there seemed to be some elements to it so basically we get this actually this time meso-american honestly the links between the three films i'm reviewing all at once the woman king which is basically this film uh, and that actually has a reason to be all about women and Black Adam as well. So this time we do actually get a Mesoamerican culture that um, retreated underneath the waves to flee, you know, violence and bloodshed and became this um, Atlantis. Uh, the lead guy in it is actually like the head of Atlantis and has the most silly su superhero ever, which is cute little wings on his feet, uh, which is actually bizarre uh i don't even know if i oh here we go tenoch huerta mejia as namor uh the king of talocan an ancient civilization of underwater dwelling people now the setup's really interesting because they take this talocan people they have vibranium or whatever it's called i actually don't even know vibranium let's call it vibranium which is the metal that has come from a meteorite and made wakanda into this 
super technology advanced culture from the future and the premise of uh, Black Panther 1 was that they shouldn't be sitting in the shadows they should be sharing their technology with the world the world has gone hunting for vibranium ever since and the fact that they found that this tallow can actually is built on fragments from this meteor so they also have a lot of vibranium as well uh, and they actually they they now realize that humanity has the ability to find them so they want to go to the people of wakanda to test them out and to see are you going to be on our side in if a war comes because it's likely it will or are you going to be on the human side i kind of like that setup it was a you know political intrigue setup which i thought was really good a lot of so black panther one is the most overrated marvel film it stinks up every list it's in by being in the top three next to the likes of winter soldier it is knowing it it's mid-tier film i found a lot of it quite clunky and this is a controversial opinion chadwick boseman has had his finest hour as black panther in civil war i love the way he played the character in that film it was a lot hokier in uh, the first black panther film um i thought killmonger was a good character i thought the andy circus character was quite good but i found most of the inhabitants of um, wakanda to be almost a tv movie it was a bit cringy for me it was a solid i would I, I think i gave it a seven out of ten but i'd probably round that down a bit it was a bit cheesy and it's got the worst use of uh, effects for the final battle between killmonger and black panther was atrocious uh, and the final scene in the basketball court was cringe inducing so I wasn't a fan of it I wouldn't say it was a bad film I'd say it was a very overrated film and one of the problems I had was the character of Shiri played by Letitia Wright so she was held up to being this uh Tony Stark character and I just never bought her I never found her to have any credibility as this genius the greatest genius on earth that would you know out science Tony Stark I just never bought it her acting was like Hannah Montana standard to me so she's elevated up the ranks here uh happily not all of the way because the what they should have done is taken Lupita Nyong'o as Nakia that her, she's a brilliant actress who was in Us and um has been an Oscar winner from 12 Years a Slave I think she is a brilliant actress and why they didn't make her she was in non-stop the uh liam neeson film and sadly star wars the last jedi um so she's a brilliant actress and she's stunningly beautiful and she's hugely charismatic she has everything that letitia wright doesn't why didn't they make her black panther she's even shown to be more like black panther and why when Letitia Wright's Shuri develops a method of turning someone into Black Panther. Didn't they choose someone else? Anyway, that happens long into the movie. But what made me cringe, there's lots in this film that really made me cringe. I wasn't sold on the bad guy, good guy, bad guy. I thought that was all a bit trite. I thought his little dainty little wings on his feet were embarrassing, to be honest. Uh, and characters like Winston Duke who was one of the only non-cringy Wakandans 
Uh, this time around, he's the, the the only black man that actually is in a position of any sort of power in this film for some reason. Um, they seem to want to focus on one age range of black woman in this film as well. The Angela Bassett performance is already getting talked up as Oscar worthy. It is. She's fantastic. She gives a really powerful speech uh, when her daughter Shuri is kidnapped, which is a masterclass in acting, much better than her performance in the in the cheesy written role that she got in the previous film. She will likely get a lot of awards nominations for that. When she goes, we're left with the likes of Shuri. So she exits stage right, and we're left with Shuri and co for the rest of the film, which I don't think is putting the film's best foot forward. Uh, I thought that any time Lupita was on the screen, it lit up. And they try and do this really cringe-inducing thing, which is introducing Dominique Thorne as Riri. Shuri and Riri, are you kidding me? So they basically want us to believe that Shuri is Tony Stark and Riri is Peter Parker and they have this meeting in the film where they're trying to, to convey that father-son dynamic and the whole time I'm thinking, you're both Peter Parker. You're both actually quite bad Peter Parkers. <clears throat> so I didn't buy that angle of the film at all. I thought it was absolute trite. Um, I found the introduction to the Atlantis world where Shuri is shown around all the people breathing underwater to be unintentionally hilarious. It is cringe-inducing. And they're all the kids in it. Like, they're supposed to naturally breathe underwater. And they're all going... Like, just waiting to, to, for the last bubbles to come out of their mouth. They're so unconvincing. Um... It is, it's got a lot more intrigue in the classiness of the way it's presented over the first 45 minutes, and I thought I was going to give it a good review over that period of time, which is dominated by Angela Bassett. Um, and after that, it's still got a very long way to go with not a lot of gas to get there. I found it got really boring. Um, there was a, a triteness to the screenplay that didn't convey importance to what was going on even the creation of black panther i was just like whatever and um i'm again i'm just i i just not impressed with letitia wright and i wasn't impressed with her little sidekick and the fact is they are both little sidekicks so i don't understand why this was so woman heavy any other franchise that's fine but the only one you're going to see black men in positions of power as superheroes to negate that, I don't understand. Do it to any other one. And it's not like the Marvel Universe hasn't been well serviced by uh, female stars either. Um, obviously, this is uh, new to the makers of, of Black Panther. Again, it's the same director, who's um, Ryan Coogler, who's done good stuff in the past. But I'm, I, you know, if I gave six and a half out of ten to the first Black Panther, I actually think this is worse. Uh, I don't think it has the um, the cohesion of that screenplay. First 45 minutes, I thought were really good, really classy. And then it just ambles aimlessly for another hour and 45 minutes, which is a long time. I didn't, I, I, I kind of like the political angle of the, you know, the jockeying for position of the different nations, but I wasn't sold on Talakan or the leader of Talakan at all. 
and I wasn't sold on the leader of Wakanda at all. And the film lost an awful lot with Angela Bassett going. So, um, yeah, Lupita all the way, why you wouldn't pick the stunningly beautiful, incredibly charismatic, brilliant actress to be the lead of your franchise? I don't understand. Anyway, I'm going to give it a 4 out of 10, actually less enjoyable than Black Adam.